Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Monday, June 26th, 2023. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Those of you hoping to see Dave Biddle here, we have something in common. Dave is on break again for this week, sunning and tanning himself before the season starts, so he'll be ready and ready to rock. As we have said many times, the, the month is coming down the stretch here. We need you to become a YouTube subscriber. Simply look on the YouTube page you're on right there. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. We are in competition with the Georgia and Michigan State site, Georgia and Michigan sites. Michigan State site podcast isn't up there, of course. Penn State's making a run, but we need you to subscribe. That way it makes it look like we're doing our job just as well as we can. And that means... Two guys are back for Monday's show. You thought Thursday was enough. It's just not enough for Mark Porter and Bill Curlick. The Glenville Tar Blooders took care of the weekend for us. We will take care of Monday morning. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing well. William, two commitments this weekend, um, both from Glenville. Obviously, the biggest uh, domino to fall was Aaron's, Aaron's, good Lord, Bryce West. Bryce West and Aaron Scott's names are syllabically too close together for me, and I have fused them into one human being, although Bryce West is the only one committed right now. That was as much uh, relief as exhilaration. His teammate, Demarion Witten, then committed. Let's do it this way, Bill. Talk about Bryce West's commitment and what went into it. And then, Mark, your commitment evaluation was up there, and you can 
let us know what we're getting. And Bill, you can come back with a little bit on Witten and Mark, you can then tell us exactly what we're getting in Witten. So Bill, Bryce West, you had him crystal balled. Despite all the interference and Michiganders politicking against it, you stayed fast with your pick and it worked out correctly. Yeah, by the way, I think Ohio State wants to fuse uh, Bryce West and Aaron Scott into their class together for sure. But um, yeah, I um, I, I crystal walled Witten, or I should say, West very early to Ohio State and um, had Witten crystal ball to Ohio State too, for that matter. Not quite as early, but West I had early. I just, um, I got to know and I've gotten to know Bryce West really pretty well. And just from the beginning, I just felt like he and his family were Ohio State people. Uh, now, Michigan, they threw everything they could at West and his family to no avail. And as we know, uh, he actually committed on Friday night at the recruits visit. Actually, it was interesting. Um, uh, the day I talked to Bryce on Thursday night and, and asked him, I said, you know, is there, is there any chance that you're going to commit and announce it all this weekend and get it out of the way, get it announced, everything? He said, that's not really his plan. He said that, but he's not going to wait a long time. He said probably uh, within a week to two weeks, the latest after his Ohio State visit. So um, on Friday uh, late afternoon, I get a text and Bryce says, change of plans. I'm committing tonight at the recruit dinner. I said, well, that's great for Ohio State. Um, I'll be ready. Uh, and he did. He went ahead and committed to Ohio State during the recruit dinner. But he did, decided to wait until Saturday. He let me know uh that he was going to go ahead and wait to make the actual announcement until Saturday, which he did. And that was tremendous news for Ohio State, obviously. Uh, you know, he's a, he's an elite guy, no question about it. Um as far as Demarion Whitman. Well, one sec, Bill. Let's get the let's get uh, Mark's report on West to kind of break it up here. Okay. Uh yeah, and, and as I'm listening to Bill's story and he's kind of showing us how the sauce is made. Um, we, we watched this last week with Bill, and I'm kind of giving Bill some props here. Uh, if I needed to go bury a dead body with someone and Bill to keep a secret, I would take Bill with me. Because the way these recruits, they trust Bill, and Tavian Sinclair trusted Bill to, hey, here's what I'm doing. Uh, keep your mouth shut. Uh, you know, you're inside the loop here. And a lot of times, you know, we know these things, and it's impressive how hot of a name Bryce West has been for over a year or whatever, and Bill's got the Zip, I'm not going to say anything here, so hats off to him. I love working with professionals like that. Uh, so what are we getting in West? Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, just say, though, Mark, if you're going to bring it up, professionalism is not a requirement for the job, apparently. So there you go. And, and shares in Bill's John Wooden-esque approach <laughs> to life. Please carry on. That, that was another yeah, life. <laughs> yeah, and I don't mean to embarrass Bill or whatever, but as he's, you know, kind of telling us the whole story again, I'm like, that's all we do with Bill is listen to these secret little stories where he has the backdrop and whatever, and that's the way things work, and it's really, it's it's cool to see it, and I'm glad that uh, he's a part of the class. Now, what are we getting? 
the first thing about corners that everybody loves is when they look like a safety. They got the shoulders, the chest, the body, the lower body. That now they can become a physical tackler in the run game. And they're not just running cover, guys. And that's what's so impressive about Rice, Bryce West. He's a hitter. Um, if he had to be a safety, I'm not saying he'll ever be there, but he has that type of skill set playing a corner. I mean, it's one thing to be able to run and cover. It's another thing to have the manly qualities where you'll stick your nose in there. I mean, I, I hear uh, coaches all the time say, will he stick his face in there? Meaning, yeah, put your head into a violent situation where you may take a knee across the head and knock yourself out. Like, what type of kids have that mentality? And until you, you know, see them do it on film, you don't know. It's like that little uh, puppy that, that doesn't bite you. If he doesn't bite as a puppy, he ain't going to bite when he gets bigger. So we got a puppy that's biting. We got a puppy that looks like it's going to be a lion or tiger by the time it's ready to go. Uh, the cover skills are there. Uh, there is, Bill and I, if you follow the podcast, how many times have we go see Bryce West and Aaron Scott and say, it was like taking an ambient. I fell asleep at halftime. They didn't do anything. Uh, no one threw their way. The other quarterback wouldn't test them. So, you know, you don't get these amazing highlight films to show how truly athletic they are unless you see them on offense and doing that type of thing. But, yeah, I think you're getting everything. You're getting the Glenville pipeline. You're getting the Ted Ginn blessing. You're getting all these things that make you feel warm and fuzzy about a player. So when you get them, you know you you have someone who's not going to bust on you and be a part of the program. Uh, Glenville has done so well for Ohio State over the years. It's, it's awesome that there was a double dose this weekend. The tight end, Bill? Demarion Witten. Um, again, you know, the uh, situation where um, there was some worry after he made that official visit to Kentucky, and Kentucky felt they had done a good job on him. Yes, they did um, feel that way. And, uh, you know, and perhaps rightly so. But uh, Keenan Bailey took care of that. Uh, Mark and I were at uh, camp, and um, Keenan Bailey uh, worked individually uh, very much with Demarion Witten. And he spent a lot of time... Uh, uh, conversing with DeMarion and all. And basically, he if the things had changed from that official visit to Kentucky, Keenan Bailey changed them back. And there was pretty much no doubt um, after that camp uh, on Wednesday that DeMarion Witten was going to, to, to be a Buckeye. And then the interesting thing was is that, uh, you know, having done this for a few years and Got the gray hair right here to prove it. Um, it. It's not often that on a Saturday night at approximately 8.30, a, a recruit announces a commitment. It's not exactly your prime time announcement time, but that's exactly what Demarion did. He announced on Saturday night that he was a Buckeye and gave, gave Ohio State their second boom of the weekend. Okay, yeah, they were interrupting your weekend, that's for sure. Uh, okay, so on the boards, we've been talking, Demarion Witten or Demarion. You know, I'm the only one who said, like, we haven't seen the blocking yet. And I'm the only one to, to put a negative by his name. So I'm going to start with that and say, we watched him at the camp. That's the first thing that I think Keenan Bailey and those tight end coaches is, let's see what kind of block we have here. And there's no pads or anything, but you can get an idea of the technique, the pop, if he's in the right uh, stance and start, how he comes out of it. All that stuff checks out. It's just the Glenville offense doesn't ask him 
to do that. They flex him out. They're a four wide offense and he plays a flex tight end. Most of the time, he's not your inline type. And part of the discussion is, and this is something I talk to college coaches, like the tight end position has evolved where there's two types of tight ends now. Okay. So I think we should start calling, make someone's got to come up with a nickname for both types. One's the inline guy. Three, Mark. Very good. If you want to include your fullback. Yeah. Like I, I, when I talked about it, I kind of said fullback out there, but there are tight ends that we are bringing in that have fullback qualities. Okay. So I think the fullback tight end position, slot receiver, uh, all those positions call for different skill sets, but there are tight ends that are inline guys, which is basically your tackle playing tight end, your H back guy, which can be your fullback move guy, which is usually a faster, more athletic tight end or, your slot tight end that, you know, he blocks out on the edge and you're trying to mismatch him with strong safeties and blocking matchups. And they put a linebacker out there and it's a passing matchup. So college coaches are looking at matchups, so to speak, and how tight ends match up. And in the passing game, Witten is a matchup nightmare. Okay. His, his passing uh, highlights are as good as any. So, you know, he's a plus on the passing side of things, but where are we going to be at with the, the blocking side of things? It's just a matter of him getting the reps and developing, and it wouldn't be a big deal if he had to get a redshirt year underneath his belt and maybe a freshman year before he became the blocker that we would envision him or, you know, the, the scouts would say, okay, here's the path he'll be on to be this A-plus blocker and receiver. But I think he's the more H-back type. I don't know if he's your inline type. I don't think you're going to stick him in at the goal line, down the goal line next to your tackle and say, let's double-team this son of a bitch in the end zone and, you know, get some movement. I don't think Witten's that guy yet. He, he could be, you know, the other tight ends we usually bring in, you hear me talk about all the time. They're NFL prototypes where they're going to go block the end of the line and reach the nine technique and do that type of stuff. And they've done it in high school. Okay. And the knock on that is, yeah, you've done it in high school, but can you do it against the college defensive end? So, you know, it's not like those guys are, don't have to come in and progress too, but Witten's progression was more obvious on his highlight tape or it was a, flashy, explosive receiver tape. And I think it's easy to fall in love with those as a fan. But if you're, you know, evaluating a tight end position, there's a couple things or a couple of job descriptions you're going to have to fill once you get to Ohio State. Witten will be fine. He's elite. Um, and if you saw him in camp, you would have no doubts. But, yeah, since on the boards, I'm the one who's like, yeah, I'd still like to see him put some tape on film. And, and guess what we'll be doing next year, Bill? going to his games and just waiting for those blocking clips to share and say, okay, here it is, guys. It's coming to fruition and, you know, put your worries at ease. Yeah, Kentucky probably sold playing time to him, which is their general approach when they're going after an Ohio guy that Ohio State also wants. But uh, I think Damarion Witten showed his mettle by choosing the uh, higher mountain to climb. And uh, whether this has reestablished the Glenville pipeline those of you who are new to these parts, there was a time back, good Lord, I'd say about 10 years ago when they were offering five, six guys in a class um, from Glenville. And as the summer progresses here, we will have a lowdown on what Glenville has coming next. But that is chatter for another show. Everybody wants to know this, Bill. Aaron Scott. Has there been any change? A defensive back from... Springfield, where there was a Bryce West comment, there was an Aaron Scott question coming soon behind. 
please bring us completely up to speed on the guy who has reached the zenith of uh, Bucknutter's attention here. Well, obviously, he, he did not announce. Uh, he did not go the um, Bryce West and Damarion Witten route and make and announce a decision over the weekend. And I don't think that's unexpected. You know, he's kind of uh, said that uh, he's going to take the visits, which he did. He made three, Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon. And that Oregon visit did go well. I, I you know, I think it gave the Ducks some hope. But in the end, I, I, I still continue to think it's Ohio State or Michigan. And I still continue to think he's thinking about things. Um, I think that he will likely announce a decision sometime between now and mid-July at the latest. I tend to think maybe sooner rather than later, but I think, you know, it, it could string out to the first, second week of July uh, before he announces things. I've had him crystal balled to Ohio State for a long time. Um, uh, I, I first saw uh, him play before he was kind of a star. I remember uh, Coach Douglas down there told me that um, – my next big, big, big guy is going to be Aaron West. And he didn't have all those offers then. Went and saw Aaron, and I saw what Coach Douglas was talking about. And I know Mark knows that very well, too. He's seen him a bunch. Um, but, you know, I, I still have him crystal ball to Ohio State, but Michigan is not giving up, and I'm not going to rule them out. Let's put it that way. Does he have any visits left? Uh, is this just uh... – Lock it down in the Scott household and make the decision. Um, as of right now, he has no other visits scheduled, planned, whatever, that I know of, at least. Okay. We all know the scouting report on Aaron Scott. It's it's uh, it's ridiculous. It, it's it's verbatim Bryce West, pretty right, much. You know, if, it, if you were to sit here and ask me, like, please distinguish, like, what qualities are different between the two, I would have trouble because – yeah, safety at corner, thicker lower body, good – you know, like you're rattling off the same coaching points and things. That's why everyone's in love with these guys that, you know, they have everything you're looking for. We've talked about it, uh, how rare it is for two quarterbacks in the class of 2025 from to both be from Ohio. It's about as rare to have two corners of this ilk in one class from any state, much less our home state here. Let's take a quick break here and pay some podcast bills eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back. There were some other visitors uh, there this weekend, Bill. One of them, and I've been practicing, (laughs) Kingston Viliamu Asa. Linebacker came with his fam. Some great pictures on there. A lot of positivity. This is a guy who's become a regular here at Ohio State. Can you please bring us up to speed and then where his recruitment stands as he exited Columbus? Well, Kingston, um, one thing at Ohio State, not one thing, they do a lot of things, and I think they did a lot of things really well with Kingston this weekend. But one thing in particular, uh, the Polynesian connection is important. That's very important. Um, JT Tuimoloau, I'm not sure if he left the side of Kingston all weekend from what I was told. Uh, They were together all the time, and that, you know, it's just good planning by Ohio State. That's important. Uh, Kingston is a very quiet young man, and I was told that uh, as the weekend went on, he loosened up more and more. That's a good sign. Um, by the end of the weekend, I think there was a good, pretty good feeling at Ohio State uh, regarding Kingston. Maybe uh, three or four weeks ago, some people thought this was a Notre Dame over USC battle. That's not really the case anymore from everything I'm told. Uh, I think it's an Ohio State USC battle more now than the other way around. Uh, Notre Dame has done a really good job of pushing academics. Kingston uh, wants to go into finance and real estate. Notre Dame really pushed that. So Ohio State pushed it academics really hard this weekend. Now Kingston needs to make a decision. Um, I think he's going to just think about things. He, again, he's, he's a quiet young man. He's pretty tight-lipped on things. Uh, but I I think it's going to come down to Ohio State or staying home at USC. Um, coming off the visit, I, I would give Ohio State a slight edge, but, you know, USC is going to be working it. And, you know, obviously staying close to home and family and all, you know, can be a factor there. But Ohio State has a big need for Kingston, not the USC doesn't. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be a close decision. I think between the two, I give Ohio state, maybe the slightest of edges at this point, but Kingston's got a lot to think about. He says he's pretty much 85% decided, but that's not a hundred percent timeline. Um, like I, I said that, um, I I think it'll be, he's not going to string it out. I don't believe until mid to late. July. I don't see that happening. I think it will be sometime within the next week to two weeks. Another visitor from west of the Mississippi. A guy we haven't talked about as much recently, but there was some, he was a hot prospect a little while back, and that is Miles Lockhart. 
Um, he's going to make his decision on July 6th. Will I be hungover from July 4th when they get a commitment from Miles Lockhart? Well, uh, he was a guy that I actually, I'm pretty sure I, I know almost the exact date. I think it was April 12th that I crystal balled Miles to Ohio State. Uh, nothing at all has changed whatsoever. Uh, my feelings on Miles Lockhart. I, I still have him crystal ball to Ohio State, and I, I still feel like he's going to be the the nickel corner in this Ohio State class. Ohio State um, sees him as an inside nickel corner, and I, I, I still think he will take that slot. This is a little off kilter here, though, Bill, but someone on the South Carolina staff has some kind of connection to the DMV, whether it's financial or something else because they are getting guys to matriculate there that they would not otherwise get. Number one being Nicholas Harbor, who was just named uh, all met track athlete of the year. He's about six, five with Olympic sprinter speed. I only ask because last weekend DC native Dylan Stewart visited. And now I'm hearing there's momentum for South Carolina. Are they backing up the Brinks truck or what's going on here with Dylan Stewart? When he left Ohio State, uh, Ohio State felt really, really good about him. Um, it's kind of as you say now, Dan. Now you got to hold off uh, South Carolina and 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 land the plane, so to speak. Um, you know, he's coming off an official visit to South Carolina, and as I've said many times before, I generally like to wait a day or two to let that official visit high either uh, come down a little bit or stay there. Can we so, have the check to clear, Bill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 24 or, days or Monday's the first day of the work week. Go ahead. Yep. So, uh, yeah. I, uh, you know, uh, again, Ohio State has felt really good about him since he made that official visit to Ohio State. And now got to get the deal closed. Look, I covered uh, recruiting in D.C. for a long time. It's the true Wild West. There's no real homeschool, no matter what Maryland will tell you. Um, just you can go back to Aurelius Ben and, and Mark, Marvin Austin. D.C. is the Wild West. All right, I'm going to ask this freaking question. There's a spam uh, group going on here. Guys in their mom's basement think that they're funny. Um, Bill, do we have a better chance to land Kobe Black or J.K. Bolden? If you're going to spam us, you can at least at least get the names correctly. Um, I was told recently by someone I trust that Kobe Black is not going to go to Texas, and then I saw a crystal ball roll there. Can you bring us up to speed, and do you think they have a better chance with uh, K.J. Bolden or Kobe <laughs> Black? Well, uh, Kobe Black did visit. Texas this weekend is official visit. There was a one crystal ball pick for him. That one's a kind of ways to go. Um, you know, he's made official visits now to just Ohio State and Texas, and he's got in-season visits planned uh, for, and I mentioned this last week, A&M's hanging around in that battle. I, I mentioned this last week that uh, uh, I think it was on Monday or Tuesday a, a week ago today that uh, – a&M was working on Kobe Black pretty hard. Lo and behold, he's going to make official visits. At least that's what he has planned right now to A&M, Alabama, and LSU in-season official visits. 
So if he follows that, yeah, if he follows this uh, that timeline, we're going to be waiting a while for Kobe Black. A while. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. But that's the plan Forever. right now. Um, of the two, uh, I again, I think both are very much uh, possibilities for Ohio State. Kobe Black had a great official visit to Ohio State. But of the two, I, I would probably go with uh, K.J. Bolden as the guy that Ohio State has the better shot at landing. Very good stuff. Big week ahead for you, too. I'll let you guys know that tomorrow Steve Wolfong will be on the show, provided uh, nothing outlandish happens between now and then. What are you guys up to this week? What will you be seeing? What will we be bringing the people on Thursday? Mark? Um, this is my week where I'm back in the office off the road, and this is the, the commitment evaluation video time for me where I'm being, a lot of these names Bill's talking about right now, Dan and I are saying, okay, let's prioritize these and let's get some some, uh, some great videos out to the viewers. So, so yeah, I like this. Next one up on that front, Brandon Baker. Um, offensive lineman from out west. We were going to talk about him today, but we'll talk about him on Thursday with yep. a uh, full uh, offer evaluation. Good Lord, I got ahead of myself there for a sec. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and this is, if you know anything about uh, college coaches, the NCAA makes them take a mandatory two-week or a month, like sabbatical. Like, you guys better get out of the office or they would never leave the office and they'd never see their families. But most college coaches right about about now are starting to, to leave the office and get out of here. And then so for a guy that runs Scouting Ohio, it's my favorite time of the year. Not a lot of people bothering me, not a lot of stuff. So it is my time to catch up and maybe get ahead of the curve. So, yeah, it, 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 Mark's on his teacher's couple weeks summer here. When Mark is off the road, it is good for our video content. Bill, what's up for you this week? I think Mark is celebrating just like all the college coaches around the country. I – Get to stop traveling. Yeah, get out of the car. And recruiting and working every minute uh, and get to stay home a little bit or whatever or go on vacation. So, yeah, I think uh, uh, mass exodus time for college coaches as far as uh, uh, getting a break. And I got to say something about that. Talking to uh, some people at Ohio State last week, and this kind of leads to one of uh, a tweet that Mark Pantone did yesterday. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast saw that tweet mark pantoni uh tweeted uh now maybe paraphrasing things a little bit great results in the month of june something along those lines um and there was a car skidding around a corner yeah i think a pickup truck actually yeah um but um uh talking to some people at ohio state last week during the camps and so on and so forth they pro they worked not that they don't always work hard, but they really have worked hard, hard, hard this spring and throughout the month of June. One of them told me uh, that they hadn't had a break of long hour work days in like 40 days or something like that. It's been that kind of stretch for them. Um, but I think you're going to see the results. You know, last year, June was a bit of a disappointment um, for a lot of Ohio State fans. They missed out on the big three defensive ends, and they missed out on some other guys that a lot of people thought they were going to get. And I think that it was a little bit of a disappointment. I don't think there's going to be that disappointment this year. They've worked really, really hard. They're in really good position for a lot of these guys. That doesn't mean they're going to get them all, but they're in really, really good position 
uh, as the July announcement time comes now, uh, you can't always predict what these guys are going to do. They may tell Ohio State when they leave Ohio State, they're coming to Ohio State, but that can change. But right now, the vibes are good. They put in the work, and uh, they've just got to hold these guys uh, you know, to the class, get them in the class, and, and then uh, you know, it'll all pay off. I'll leave you with this and kind of piggyback on what Bill said there. Though he, uh, when you see him talking to the media and stuff, Ryan Day still has that calm, pleasant demeanor. I'm told behind closed doors it has been cranked up quite a bit. And uh, no stone will be left unturned this offseason and going to the season. They, like Bill said, they are getting after it in a big, big way. So we hope that leads to results. We appreciate these two stopping by. They will be back on Thursday. Like I said, if you want to do your part, become a subscriber. Click on the subscribe button there on your YouTube channel or whatever platform you're on, Apple or Stitcher. And now that you know, we have a better chance with KJ Bolden than Kobe Black. Have a good one, Bucknutters. returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.